Welcome to the Nole Family Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the trials and triumphs of Novak Djokovic. Great humanitarian, great uh, all-around great guy, role model in the tennis world, and of course, tennis champion. And also dedicated to the Nole Family, the folks, a worldwide network of Novak Djokovic fans who cheer on the champion and root him to greater heights and uh, help him achieve a success on the tennis court and off the tennis court. Uh, today's episode number four. I thought today what we would do is just cover a little bit of the draw on the men's side today. And talk about maybe my some of my predictions for the tournament as well. And also, I'll tell you a couple of tips and hints for getting your way around New York for those folks who are actually in New York for the U.S. Open. Uh, let's start. Today is day one, Monday. We come to you Monday evening. Certainly not usually a lot of shockers early in the, in the tournament. But uh, this year, Simona Halep, the number one on the women's side, has been defeated today in straight sets. Uh, so there is one of the shockers, at least on the women's side. Certainly, of late on the women's side, we've had a lot of upsets uh, in terms of the seeded players trying to get through to the finals. I know that uh, at Wimbledon, certainly, we had a lot of seeded players out before the quarterfinals. And uh, so it continues to be a trend on the women's side that nobody can consistently dominate the women's side of the draw. And it, it's really, it, it sometimes does affect the, po the popularity of the game when you really can't count on the top players to make it to the finals of these major events. But certainly, we haven't had that issue on the men's side. And let me just take a walk through the draw. Certainly, the the uh, the surprise first of all is that uh, we've got Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic on the same quarter. So let's take it quarter by quarter. We'll start at the top half with Rafael Nadal as the one seed in the tournament, uh, taking on David Ferrer this evening, and it could be Ferrer's last uh, match at the U.S. Open. Doesn't seem to give him uh, Rafael shouldn't give Rafael Nadal any problems. Really, I see a fairly clean draw uh, for Rafael. Um, you look at Hachinov on that side of the draw. The draw. Uh, Kyle Edmund was beaten today. Dominic Team, the nine seed, perhaps could make make a run here. Uh, but you don't see a lot. I just don't see much resistance in terms of uh, Rafael Nadal getting through to the semifinals. Um, you got Kevin Anderson on the bottom of the draw. Ke Kevin could give him some uh, some resistance if he gets all the way to those quarterfinals. Uh, Kevin is currently down two sets to one though tonight, so he's got some work to do even to get out of the first round. But Kevin, I thought would be a factor here coming into the tournament, uh, certainly making it to the finals of U.S. Open last year and two of the out of the last four Grand Slam finals. But I really don't see anybody stopping at all, playing at a very high level. He's taken off a week to be well-rested for the U.S. Open. And I do believe Rafael Nadal comes through that final, that first quarter of the draw. I do see Kevin Anderson getting by the first round here and, and extending all the way to the quarterfinals, but I do see him losing to Rafael Nadal. So I would put Nadal in one of the semifinal spots. You move down to the second quarter of the draw, so to speak. That would be the Juan Martin Del Potro quarter. Uh, Del Potro, of course, the three seed here. Uh, we have a little bit of interesting, some interesting matchups potentially down here on the bottom half. Uh, you got Tsitsipas, who made a big run in Canada all the way to the finals of that championship uh, knocked off a number of top 10 seeds he looks to be playing well here uh, he's won tonight and has moved through to the second round you got Andy Murray probably a little bit not quite there in terms of his comeback from his injury issues but Murray a win a solid win in four sets today um, so I think you've got some interesting and intriguing matchups uh, some guys who could potentially be a factor against Del Potro John Isner a guy with a big serve uh, he could move through he's been Walk through the first uh, round in straight sets. Uh, you've got Dimitrov lost today to Vavrinka, and I think Stan is really a dangerous guy here, too. I think Stan, uh, you look at Stan Vavrinka, he had an injury he's fighting back from, but he's played very well of late. 
Uh, you look at the, the match that he lost to Roger Federer in Cincinnati. He was dominant in the first set, tiebreaker. Uh, really frustrated Roger. Roger was able to fight back and turn the momentum in that match and win. But I think Stan is playing with, he's got sort of this attitude of nothing to lose. Uh, Stan has a, you know, doesn't have high expectations because he's not all the way back from his injuries. I think he's looking more toward 2019. But sometimes that allows a guy to play without, without a lot of pressure. Not a lot of ex- expectation here coming in as a wild card in this draw. Uh, you also have Milos Raonic, who is, he so, showed some potential. He's been a disappointment of sorts the last couple of years. But I think a guy with that kind of serve, you saw what he was able to do against against uh, Novak at, in Cincinnati. He was actually up a, uh, a break in all of those three sets, but he lost in three sets to Novak. But consistently serving the ball in a 140-plus miles an hour range, he can be a very dangerous as well. So I see a lot of guys who could jump up and, and make some noise here. Uh, Del Potro, the three seed, I do believe he'll get all the way through to the quarterfinals, but I'm going to go out on the limb here. I believe Stan Wawrinka, just the way he's playing, uh, I think he's a strong guy who's is not going to be intimidated by the five-set matches. He feels comfortable here, a past winner at the U.S. Open, so I think he's got that to his advantage as well. So I'm going to go out on the limb and say Stan Wawrinka, though he's unseated uh, with a good history here and certainly uh, capable of beating the, the big players of the game. He's not going to be intimidated by any opponent on the other side of the net. I'm going to say Stan Wawrinka against Juan Martin Del Potro in that semifinal. I'm going to, tell, I'm going to say Stan moving through to that quarter. Moving to the third quarter of the draw, uh, Marin Cilic, the seventh seed, uh, also on on this side. Um, you got some interesting guys. Kane Shakori's out of this this side of the draw as well. Um, you've got uh, Zverev is going to be the fourth seed. He's uh, he's he's going to be the favorite here in terms of at least the seedings. But he's been a little bit up and down of late. Uh, he's got some coaching changes. He's going to be working with Yvonne Lendl to try to overcome some of the issues, getting past those big matches and and really solidifying those big points in these key matches and Grand Slam events. But you've got Zverev, you've got uh, Chilich up top, you've got uh, Manorino and Cicinato in this draw as well. David Goffin is kind of intriguing. I think he played better. He's played better of late. He's a little bit of a disappointment earlier in the year, although he had some injury issues to to fight through. Kay Nishikori, hard to tell, but he's a guy who's made it pretty, you know, pretty well uh, deep into this U.S. Open as well. So he's a guy who you can't count out. A guy who's going to fight and and scrap and claw. Uh, this this uh, I really see Marin Cilic. I think he's playing well. He's playing with some confidence. Again, you can see some signs of what he has done in recent history. Uh, the match, match that he played against Novak took him to three sets. Uh, I think you look at the first set he played against against uh, Rafael Nadal in Canada, although he lost that one. That first set, he was very dominant before Nadal was able to turn things around. So I'm going to say on this side of the draw, I do believe it's going to be uh, Marin Cilic out of this quarter. Uh, I would say in terms of the... Yeah, the matchups here, it's going to be interesting. I think uh, Goffin could get through to pretty good ways here, but I think I'm going to look for Kay Nishikori and uh, Marin Cilic in the quarterfinals here, and I'm going to say uh, Marin Cilic through to the semifinals. And finally, last but not least, our Novak Djokovic is the sixth seed. He has fallen in the side of the, the quarterfinal or the quarter of the draw that will also have Roger Federer. So these two guys will not play in the semis or the finals. They would play in the quarterfinals here if they get all the way through. In terms of guys who could put up some resistance here, uh, I think Novak has a pretty clean run to the at least to that spot in the quarterfinals with Roger Federer. Uh, Federer could p- potentially face Nick Kyrgios down the road here. Uh, Hyun Chung, uh, who is 
from Korea who's fi fighting back from some injury issues. That could be a factor. Uh, Fabio Fanini is in this part of the draw, but I don't see a lot of uh, resistance here. I do believe Novak and Federer will make it through to the quarterfinals here. Uh, and I do believe our, our man Novak Djokovic is going to win. So with that said, I believe it's going to be uh, on the top half of the draw. You've got Nadal and Vavrinka. And I'm going to say Nadal is going to get through. I do believe Nadal is going to be in the finals of the U.S. Open. And on the bottom half of that draw, I believe it's going to be Chilich against Novak. And I do believe Novak will make, make it through. And last but not least in the finals, it, I believe it's going to be Novak Djokovic against uh, Rafael Nadal. And I do believe Novak's going to win here. I do believe it's going to be quite a competitive match. I think you can th see things very similar to what we saw at Wimbledon. I think there's a, it could go either way, a knockdown, dragout fight. I think a, the big points are going to make the difference. I do believe there's a couple th things at play here. I think N Nadal, late in the season on the hard cards, I believe you know, his body could be an issue. I think that may, may start to wear him down late in the year. Although he took off last year to try to, you know, to, to rest up for this tournament, I do believe that could be a factor. Uh, and I do believe Novak comes in a little bit fresh. You know, it's certainly a, a balance as these guys get over 30 and try to continue to compete late into the season. It, it's always kind of a balance between uh, you know, a guy being fresh and being well-rested versus having enough playing time to get into the groove and to be you know, certainly not coming to these matches rusty. I think you're seeing that right now with Roger Federer. He's sort of fighting that battle between how much time do I take off to be well-rested, but not so much time so I'm not rusty and I don't, I, don't, I don't have that rhythm sometimes if you take off too much time, and I think we saw some of that in Cincinnati. So I think the, the, the upside to, to, uh, to Novak being, you know, coming back from injury early in the year is that he's still pretty well-rested. I don't think he's played uh, too much tennis where he's not going to be fresh for this, this tournament. I think he's really just settling into you know, Grand Slam shape, so to speak, where he's going to be very rested and very fit and very able to go five sets into these matches without too much trouble. So I do see it would be a great a great final. Uh, Novak has had some run-ins with, uh, with Nadal in the finals here in the past, and, and he's won some and lost some, so it's gone both ways. But I do like Novak's chances, the way he's playing, the confidence that he seems to be playing with, and I do see Novak winning it all here. But a lot remains to be seen, a lot of tennis to be played, certainly exciting times. Uh, Novak does not have a great uh, finals record in the U.S. Open. Uh, he's, he's lost more than he's won here, but, uh, but certainly no lack of confidence here. I think he is, he's certainly playing at a very high level and coming in on a very high note. Okay, so looking to uh, New York City, uh, if you folks are in New York City looking for some, some tips on getting around, some things to see as a tourist, I'll give you just a couple of things that I really like. Uh, in New York City, there's a, a walking trail, sort of an, uh, an elevated park called the High Line. And if you don't get a, if you get a chance, you're in New York in Manhattan. It's about a mile and a half walkway. It's a park that essentially was built on an old abandoned elevated railway. And they renovated that. They made a bunch of beautiful landscaping, uh, some really phenomenal walking trails with great overlooks of the city, both close to the water. It runs for about a mile and a half down from about 12th Street up to about 30th and close to the water. So I think I believe it's on 2nd Avenue that runs close to the, to the water on the, the uh, west side of, the, of Manhattan. So really great overview. It's something not all tourists know about. A lot of the locals love to, to walk the park and kind of hang out for lunchtime or late in the evening. Uh, again, this time of year, it's, it's spectacular late in the evening. Uh, Central Park, obviously, as well. There's so much to see in Central Park and so many different aspects of that park if you're just kind of moseying through. And so, as I mentioned, this time of year, late in the evening particularly, is a great place to, to kind of stroll around. 
Uh, if you're going to get to see a Broadway show in New York, a uh, recommendation here. There are what they call TKTS ticket booths run by the Theater Development Foundation. And on the day of, if you buy same day tickets for Broadway shows, you can get up 20 to 50% off those tickets. So really great bargains if you're willing to just walk up same day. Again, that's TKTS booths. There are three around the, the city. There's one in Brooklyn. There's one in South Manhattan. But there's one right in Times Square, right in the theater district. So uh, I, I went to see a show last week for 50-some-odd dollars. Got a ticket to, to Chicago, uh, the musical. A fantastic seat for a very reasonable price. Um, so definitely take advantage of those discounts. Again, same-day tickets for those theaters. Uh, if you look at the, if you're taking the subway around town, uh, you can buy a $32 seven-day uh, pass, and you don't have to worry about keep continually buying tickets every time you take the subway, if you, know, if you don't mind the subway. Uh, just to, a couple things to remember. The four, five, and six lines run north-south, and so if you're looking to go north, just follow the trains to Uptown, to the Bronx or Queens, and if you're looking to go south, just follow the signs that say toward Brooklyn. Very easy. And of course, the numbered streets get higher as you go north, so uh, you know, 47th Street is around Times Square. If you go you know, the upper east and west side of around 80th Street, uh, 86th Street is one of the stops on the on the subway, and then of course uh, down down Southway you got uh, the Brooklyn Bridges down that way, the uh, 9/11 Memorial. Both of those are fantastic down in South Manhattan. Bryant Park is a little park that's really cool. It's it's on uh, I believe 40th Street and Sixth Avenue. Uh, it's just a little one square block uh, in in Manhattan, but it's it's really centrally located and it's kind of a cool place to hang out right in the middle of the city. There are some uh, little cafes and restaurants on one side with with vines growing over it. They do some movie nights out in the park, but it's just a really cool place to hang out right in the middle of downtown. Um, you can walk the Brooklyn Bridge, as I mentioned, down south. You've got 9-11 Memorial, which is fantastic. Really well done. I had a chance to visit last week. And uh, walking Brooklyn Bridge, those are two things you can do sort of in, in a, quite a near vicinity to each other. If you want to get a trek a little bit outside of the city and go to the Bronx, uh, Arthur Avenue is where Little Italy is located. A fantastic area, just so authentically Italian. You've got great restaurants, uh, you've got great cafes, coffee shops, and, and uh, a little market where you can buy all fresh produce. You've got Mike's Deli. Please do visit there if you get down to Arthur Avenue. Mike's Deli. David Greco, whose father uh, founded that place. Uh, Mike, Mike, uh, David's father, Mike, had started there. And it's a great cafe, great Again, great produce, a deli, all the things you can buy in an Italian deli. Um, and if you head out to the airport, and if you fly out of Newark, New Jersey, there's a, it's a long cab ride or Uber ride out there. Uh, you can take a train from Penn Station. Look for New Jersey Transit. It's only a $13 train one way out there. And, of course, all the tourist things you can imagine, uh, Universal Studios and NBC, uh, that's one tour you can do. The Empire State Building, of course, you can go up to the top and get a great view of the city. And if you want to take the ferry to Statue of Liberty in Ellis Island, that's a great, great uh, tourist thing to do as well. So, and obviously, if you want to get out to the, to the U.S. Open itself, you go to their website for all the particulars on buying tickets. It's a little bit of a train ride out there or, or a long, uh, long cab or, or a shuttle ride or something. But uh, most of the fan events were last week. Of course, the, the, uh, this tournament started today with all the first-round matches. Novak will be in action tomorrow on Tuesday. So with that, we'll have more coverage as the, as the U.S. Open uh, continues. We are certainly wishing our man the, the best of luck. Novak is uh, really poised to make a great run here and, and a lot of exciting. It won't be easy. A lot of guys can, can compete with Novak at this point. Uh, he'll have to have, since he's going to be playing Roger potentially in the quarterfinals, it's going to be certainly three very top-notch matches for him to get through there, the semis and then the finals, but certainly a, a, a guy who is very capable 
13 major championships, looking for number 14. That would tie him with Pete Sampras, a guy who's done well here in the past, too. But it would put him in very elite company, certainly already there at this point. But uh, it would put him in a tie with Pete and tied for third behind, of course, Roger and Rafael Nadal. So with that, we'll sign off for today. We'll have a lot more action, a lot more analysis as we get through the tournament. With that, again, love to all you guys in the Nole family. Please keep us updated. And we would appreciate your listens, your follows on Twitter. Again, Twitter uh, is Nole Family Podcast. Uh, it's out on podbean.com. So, again, your follows, your, your likes, and your, your retweets, we would appreciate that. Thanks again to all the network of Nole Family out there keeping us posted on, on social media, all the great photos, the great things happening with Novak and his family. So, with that, we'll see you again soon.